The Carolina Hurricanes are coming off an ugly loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs. But just what is going wrong with this team right now? Find out in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday afternoon. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Almost forgot to remind you about that, but I didn't. But as I said, the Carolina Hurricanes are coming off an ugly loss to the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. And it's coming off, you know, of of a weird, of a weird stretch. You know, the, the Hurricanes, they've required a lot of extra hockey as of late. You know, you go back to the Tampa Bay game from the other night, you know, back to back games and shootouts. You had the Flyers game in overtime, the Caps game in a shootout the bolts game in a shootout and then you know, you had the uh sabers game as well they didn't go to overtime but you know they, they've kind of been a weird stretch as of late and what i mean by that is they start off really good for the most part and and then you know they get to like the second period and it all falls apart and that's really what happened last night against the or last evening, I guess it would be. It was a it wasn't like a night game, but you know, it, it, five o'clock, weird time. But yeah, getting back on track, it, it, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes yeah, in the first period and really just the first half of the game, you know, the ice was really tilted in their favor, and then you know, mistakes started piling up. That was something that Jordan Stahl mentioned in a post game that, you know, you make a mistake against a good team like Toronto, they're going to take it take advantage of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering you know, what is going wrong here with this team right now. And, you know, Frederick Anderson has really just not looked like himself this year. And, it's something I kind of mentioned before a few games ago. It, it and all of this. Remember, we're still very early in the season. It is November seventh. We got a lot of hockey left, and plenty of time for this stuff to work itself out. First and foremost, but I, with Freddie, I almost feel like he's in his own head. And because, you know, the goalie position is very mentally taxing position. And I feel, you know, he's coming off that nasty knee injury and, you know, he's getting back to the swing of things. And he's there's been times where he's looked like Freddie Anderson. And but there's times like last night, he just. He's just out there struggling and, you know. I feel like he's in his own head. And 
you know, I feel like, you know, health wise, I feel like he's all there. You know, it's not like, you know, his knees bothering him or anything like that. I, I think that, you know, Freddie's in his own head. And, you know, if you've been around the show a long time, you, know, you remember we've talked about that with Peter Morazic. We've talked about that with James Reimer and, you know, these other guys that, you know, they, they kind of seem to get in, get in these mental funks. Uh, and I think that Freddie is in one of those right now. And I would much rather it being happen, you know, at the end of October, beginning of November, dealing with this sort of stuff and getting it worked out right now, rather than, you know, come uh, playoff time or right before the playoffs. I'd rather be dealing with it now, uh, first and foremost. But you know, in terms of what he needs to do to get out of that funk, uh, I feel like he may need to sit for a couple games uh, and just kind of you know, clear his head. I, I've seen folks, you know, talking about like trades and stuff like that. No, absolutely not. You are psychotic if you are saying that. Uh, we do not need to trade Frederick Anderson or Auntie Ronton. That is not going to happen, first and foremost. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like Freddie may need to just sit for a couple games. You know, we got, you know, the Hurricanes practicing today and tomorrow. They got Florida on Wednesday, Edmonton on Thursday. I feel that you know, those should be Ronta games. And just have Freddie sit, clear his head, Get, get on his game you know really just work hard you know at practice facility and wherever you know then down in florida practicing uh up in edmonton practicing just really work hard on practicing and getting himself back you know mentally sharp i feel i feel that's the big thing with freddie right now i don't feel it's a health thing i feel it's a mental thing with him and he's just not there mentally he's in his own head he's like oh crap you know you know, he, he's panicking, you know, and, you know, we've all been there, you know, and stuff like that. We're obviously not NHL goalies or anything, but, you know, I feel like that's where we're at with Freddie. I think he just needs a little bit of a break, uh, you know, just kind of sit him for a little bit and uh, let him get back sharp mentally. Then, you know, whenever you have a quote unquote easy opponent uh, coming up, let's look at the schedule and kind of, you know, figure out when that would be obviously, you know, not against Florida or Edmonton, in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, you have, then you're in Colorado on Saturday as well. You know, you look at, you know, next Monday against Chicago. You know, maybe, you know, that's a game, you know, where you could, you know, throw Freddie Anderson out there. Chicago, you know, they're 5-5-2 five, five, and two at the moment. And, you know, they're still, you know, obviously in the middle of, you know, they're a rebuild. You know, they're not the best team in the NHL, but they're also not, you know, a heavyweight team like Florida, Edmonton, or Colorado. And maybe, you know, you do put them out there, you know, in one of these games. You know, I do feel, you know, that would be a great confidence builder. Like, you know, go out there and, you know, you know even if they don't win, you know, he goes out there and, you know, has himself, you know, a heck of a game. You know, that in itself could be a confidence builder. And they just need to really work at building Freddie's confidence back. I think that's going to be big right now. But that's also not the only thing going on with this team right now in terms of what's going wrong. 
Uh, and, you know, we'll talk more about some other things I feel that the Hurricanes really need to work on and get in line now before we get too deep into the season. And we'll get into that right after this. All right, folks, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes, they got another set of back-to-backs coming up against Florida and Edmonton. If you're wanting to place bets on those games, go to betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting on football, basketball, hockey, whatever. BetOnline is the place to go to find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including the NBA, the NFL, college football, MMA, boxing, golf, whatever bet online has you covered i'm really looking forward to wwe survivor series they're bringing back war games for this i'm super hyped for that so head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts now folks you know getting back to the hurricanes and what they need to do to get the ship right now first off i know you know we're being kind of negative here the world is not burning down for this team right now. It is absolutely not. Again, it is November 7th. It is not May 18th. You know, uh, you know, we got a lot of time left, you know, in the season. So, you know, first and foremost, yeah, that that's that's the big thing. Yeah, you know, the world is not burning down. I want to make that very clear. Uh, because I know Hurricanes fans, they can be a bit over dramatic at times, uh, like the Frederick Anderson trade uh, stuff. So the world is not burning down, folks. This team will get it right. Uh, but, you know, other things that are going wrong, you know, I touched on it already. And that is, you know, the team not playing the full 60 minutes. That was a issue we had for a bit last year, if you remember of uh, the team you know, showing up you know, for you know, the first and second, but not the third, or vice versa, them not showing up at all for the first and second period and then only showing up in like the back half of the second period and the third period. You're not going to win games like that. They've gotten lucky this season so far with pulling out games uh, when they haven't played the full 60, but that's not, go- that's not sustainable. It-, it is absolutely not sustainable. And they really need to get back to the point where they are playing the full 60 minutes and they're not taking their foot off their gas. And and that's going to be really big. And it's honestly, in my opinion, one of, if not the biggest thing that this team can do to get back on track for the season. Again, I'd rather them have these issues now in November than, you know, in March or April in you know heading into the playoff stretch but this team yeah they they got to play the full 60 plain and simple that that's as easy as i can put it if they can do that they can really stand a chance of getting things going you know one positive that we have seen as of late is the power play having a little bit of life not great but you know stefan nazan yeah he's Again, yeah, still being you know, quietly really good for this team. He had the Hurricanes' lone goal last night, and it was a power play goal. 
and it's one thing that's slowly coming together and for the hurricanes power play and nazing you know showing his worth of why he needs to be on this team uh which is great that is one of the positives that we have from this from last game is stefan nazing you know looking really good and the power play you know going one for two on the power play i think that's it's a step in the right direction there you know with how poorly that power play you the power play have been this season so far that's good and another positive from last game yeah while we're talking about positive the reverse retros looked better on ice than you know in the you know pictures and whatnot yeah i'm still not a massive fan of them but you know they looked better on ice uh but you know i i feel that that would be a big thing you know for the hurricanes yeah is just playing the full 60 and then yeah when it comes to playing that full 60 cut down on your mistakes and penalties you know and penalties you know, haven't been you know god awful you know this season so far but you know, it's the little mistakes these defensive lapses you know not it it's something i've you know talked about in the past uh you know they're you know they're taking so many shots but it feels like they're just shooting to shoot and not shooting to score. Yeah, that's that's really stuff that needs to get worked on because you look at this game against Toronto. The Hurricanes gave Toronto an opportunity. Toronto took advantage of it. Toronto got all the momentum. Toronto was on a third string goalie. They called a guy up. And you know, the Hurricanes, you know, weren't able to take advantage of that, given you know, you get hot at the right time, you you get hot at the right time. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're you know a Vesna winner or you know, coming up from the AHL. If you get hot at the right time, you get hot at the right time. You know, we saw it last year with Piotr, you know, getting hot uh, at the right time. And so I, I do take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. Uh, you know, the Toronto did have a lot of momentum and they're really rallying. So, you know. I do look at that with you know what they had in goal, but you know, offense as well, you know, just drying up. And you were going against, you know, a you know third string goalie and you weren't able to get the job done. Given Toronto does have like a lot of good skaters out there, so you know, you got your work cut out for you, of course, but you know, I feel that you know you could have been better about getting the puck in the hands of your elite shooters like Svech, Aho, Natchez, Jarvis, heck, Tavo as well. He's another guy, you know, just this season, just in my opinion, just hasn't been the best he can be. Very much like Freddie Anderson, just hasn't been as good as we know he can be. But I feel this is all stuff that will come with time. You know, at the end of November, I'm hoping that we're past this. Freddie is back on his game mentally and looking like the Frederick Anderson, you know, we know he is. And, you know, the Hurricanes power play is continuing to take steps in the right direction. We're seeing them go cut down on little mistakes and whatnot that have led to other teams getting opportunities. I do feel part of the problem with that is there just being so many 
new guys and, and these guys just learning how to play together. I feel that's you know something that the Hurricanes uh, are really you know working on is just figuring out how to play with each other. And, and you know, it's not always going to go like it did last year. You know, they get off to this you know amazing start and whatnot with all these new guys. Not always going to happen. You, know, you had a lot of turnover, and I feel they're just learning to play with each other. But you know, uh, one other thing you know, that I feel the Hurricanes really need to work on, and we'll talk more about that in a second, is something that Jordan Stahl has been has mentioned before, and that is too many passengers on this team right now. And we'll talk more about that right after this. All right, folks, now we're back and time to talk about the last thing that I think this team really needs to work on, uh, you know, to get the ship right. And that is something that Jordan Stahl has talked about in the past, you know, after the games and as, you know, too many passengers on this team. And, you know, what he meant by that was it, it's only a couple guys carrying the load out there. And, you know, we need, you know, other guys stepping up and, and you know, after you know, his initial uh, comment on that, his line goes out and has a heck of a game and stalls 1100th uh, NHL game. He goes out there and scores his first goal of the year. And, you know, that's the kind of things we need to be seeing is, you know, yes, you know, you're in a game like last night, you know, when you're down, yeah, you probably want to get it, the puck in the hands of, you know, Sebastian Ajo, or Seth Jarvis, Marty Natchez, you want to get it in the hands of those guys. But you, know, you look at Stefan Nason. Yeah, he's a guy that I'm really impressed with as of late. You know, he, I think he's doing really good stuff. You know, he's stepping up to the plate and you know really doing what he can. You know, to get this team going, and that's what we need from all the guys. We need, just need guys to step the heck up and get the job done. And I don't care who it is, honestly. It could be Sebastian Ajo and Andre Sveshkov. It could be Paul Statsny. It could be Stefan Nazan. It could be Jordan Martinuk. It could be, uh, I was about to say Ethan Bear, but he got traded. Uh, it could be Andre Kasha when he comes back. It, you know, it could be any number of guys. It could be Calvin DeHaan, Jalen Chatfield. I literally do not care who it is on this team stepping up to get the job done to try to get momentum going on the ice. Because, again, going back to the team not playing the full 60 minutes, you know, it just kind of sucks the momentum you know, out that they had building and you know, gives it over to the other team. And I don't care who it is trying to get things going for the team. Somebody needs to step up in these moments. Again, whether it's a top guy, whether it's a depth guy, forward, defenseman, I do not care. Just we need guys really stepping up and trying to get momentum back for this team whenever they falter, you know, in the second period. It's been a trend as of late. So, you know, I'm talking about like it's going to happen in this next game against Florida because, to be quite frank, I'm expecting it to happen. I'm expecting them to start out looking good and then halfway-ish through the second period, they make a mistake and give Florida opportunities. That's what I'm expecting from this team right now. 
Hopefully uh, that isn't the case. Hopefully I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I I really want you know, this loss against the Maple Leafs to be a turning point for the team early in the season to getting things right and getting things going the way they should be. That's what I'm wanting. But again, just the past few games, it has been nothing but good starts, mistakes in the middle, other team gets some momentum, and you're fighting your butt off in the third. And, you know, we've went to extra hockey a few times. We come out in the winning end, and you look at the other night, or last night, excuse me, came out on the losing end. And, you know, I really hope this game against the Leafs was a wake-up call for him, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see, you know, come Wednesday uh, against the Panthers and see what they plan on doing. You know, they're practicing today. I actually think they may have just wrapped practice uh, within the past few minutes, but I'm not 100% sure there. But they're practicing today. They're practicing tomorrow. I'm hoping that, you know, they're able to work with Freddie, you know, as far as, you know, getting him mentally sharp again. And, you know, working with, you know, these guys that are struggling offensively, you know, to get things going the way it needs to be. Again, good positive. Power plays having a little bit of life, which is good. You know, trying to end on a positive note. Power plays having a little bit of life, folks. Something that's been a big issue for a long time, and the power play did something last night. And the penalty kill did good as well. You know, they didn't allow any power play goals. So that that's great, you know. Uh, but, you know, ultimately... This is just stuff we got to let just play out for however long it's going to take, whether it, this was the turning point and they get it turned around against Florida and Edmonton, or if you know, we got to suffer for some more through those games in Colorado and Chicago and all that. We'll just have to wait and see what happens, folks. And in the meantime, you can always find out uh, what's going on with the Hurricanes here on Locked on Hurricanes. And make sure you're following the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in the next episode, I will be once again talking with Kenton Gibbs from Locked On Wolfpack as we talk about the upcoming renovations to PNC Arena because Wolfpack are the Hurricanes roommates. And we'll be talking all about that in the next episode of Locked On Hurricanes. And I'll talk to you guys then. Let's go Canes.